When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, how's it going, everybody? So we're back. We're back and we're back and we're back again. So, um, gotta talk about what's going on with the Fed. Um, well, not just the Fed. The quantitative easing problem is a big deal, but I mainly just want to talk about what's really, really happening. So, start market, stock market crashed pretty freaking hard today. Dow was like down 700 points. Let me take a closer look at everything because it was pretty crazy. It was insane. I was actually pretty shocked. Let's see. Yeah, 700 points in like the worst day. I take a closer look at this real quick. COVID-19 fears are a big deal. Um, Mainly, but the Dow plunges 700 points in the worst drop since in the worst drop since October as Delta variant fears mount. Yeah, I mean, I, look, I don't blame people for being afraid. It's scary times. Yeah, I honestly thought it was going to be mainly due to, um, you know, the fact that the inflation data is crazy, that Supply chains can't keep up. The fact that uh, demand is way too high. Prices are going to go up. I mean, this is a lot of things going on. Nobody wants to work. And um, a lot of things are happening that are a big deal. And I think um, nobody's paying attention. But I guess the pandemic's resurgence in the United States fueled expert concerns that the highly contagious Delta variant of COVID-19 could spur renewed restrictions and ultimately curtail the economic recovery. I found this uh, on a Forbes.com article, stock market sell-off. Yeah. This is crazy. The point is, though, I mean, look, the point is, we're, we're, we're in a strange time, and things are getting a little bit, freaky a little bit weird and i don't really know what we can do at this point except for just let the market crash let's rip this band-aid off the fed keeps pumping more money into the system they're making first off they're just making it too easy to borrow money they keep printing money and they're just saying hey who wants to borrow money it's nearly free it doesn't there's no interest rates since pay it back whenever um, quantitative easing doesn't work. Printing money causes more problems. You're devaluing the currency. If you want to end capitalism, what the Fed is doing is is easily the start to the end of capitalism. And I fuck. It, it pisses me off to no end. So, you know, where do we go from here? I I'm I I'm a little bit angry. You guys want to know the truth? I'm I'm pretty upset. And I think you all should be too. But you know what? I can't speak for the world. All I can do is speak for myself. And I know with what's going on, 
We're just creating more problems than solutions. Printing money doesn't help. This market crash just needs to happen. It already happened today, but it needs to go down further. It does. And look, I don't like to root for market. Well, I kind of do, not going to lie, because it's just a discount. Anytime a market crashes, I'm getting a discount on great companies that I want to be a part of, that I want to hold for the long term. The Coca-Colas, the, the Honeywells, the few different ones. The point is, actually, I was looking at Progressive Insurance, by the way. Their, their, their shares, by the way, their stock, priced really well. Progressive Insurance. I, my, I go through them as an insurance provider, but honestly... I would not mind being a part owner in a company like that. They're a really good company, and I think their their stock is fairly priced. It's like a P.E. ratio of 7, um, I think. That's an incredible P.E. ratio, by the way. Um, let me take a look here. Let's see. Progressive P.E. ratio. Yeah, Progressive is a P.E. ratio of 13.7 based on the last 12 months, which means their price over earnings, they're not valued poorly. Like, this is a really good company. Uh, they're going to be around for a while. Uh, they're not going anywhere. Look, a great company like Progressive Insurance, I know people, a lot of, of the bears like to say that Companies like Root Insurance and all these tech companies are really putting competition in front of Progressive, making it to where they have to adapt. But they've been adapting for a while. They've had an online presence for quite a while, and they've always seemed to be ahead of the game. Maybe not always ahead of the game, but they've been a part of the game long enough to where they can adapt and make it to where, you know, drivers get better discounts, stuff like that. So... Oh no, I get, my rates through Progressive are actually pretty decent. Truth be told, I'm very impressed by my rates. I've been with them for a while, you know, and I get discounts periodically. Um, you know, so I just think that what we Anyway, sorry, I'm going off on a tangent. What I'm trying to really get at is there's a lot of good companies out there to invest in and um just find the right ones, you know. You'll always find something out to invest in. Hi. Oh, a little bit too much caffeine today. But point is, um, what needs to be considered, though, we're seeing a dot-com era bubble. This is the dot-com era all over again, whether you like it or not. We're, we're seeing... We're seeing so many price inflations. The Fed is pumping these junk bonds, these junk stocks. The Fed is just pumping it all. They're printing too much money. Um, they're creating more inflation. It, it's just a bad situation. Uh, so my my thought process behind all of it is, when does it end? How does it stop? What do we do, right? So my my philosophy, my theory is, let's end the Fed. Let's stop the Fed. <sighs> quantitative easing is, doesn't work. It, quantitative easing is a fancy way of saying, let's print more money, let's devalue the currency even further, and make it look like economic progress when it's really not. 
We're just devaluing the currency and making inflation go up like crazy. We're making our currency turn to bullshit, basically. I don't like that at all. Look, I'm a firm cap. I'm a firm capitalist. Very firm capitalist. And I don't like to see, I don't like seeing where we're going. I love this. I love this country. Big fan of this country. And I love capitalism. Capitalism creates good things. It's an, capitalism is an infinite sum game, right? Capitalism doesn't care who your mommy and daddy are. Capitalism doesn't care about any of the frivolous things. All it cares about in a free market society is what value can you bring to the marketplace? And by the marketplace, it's the customer. How, how can you better serve society is what capitalism boils down to. Now, by starting a business that has a product, you know, by creating a product, creating a service, creating a new way of manufacturing, you know, creating better ways to serve, that's what capitalism is all about. And people fail to see that point. People fail to see that part of it. Capitalism offers incentive. Human beings need incentive. That is the truth. So whether you like it or not, you need incentive to keep working. You need money, right? That's the incentive. You need in, you need an added incentive to do things. Why do you think people take dangerous jobs that pay a lot of money? The added incentive of money. Look, you got to get paid. You got to get the added incentive. So people like incentive. That's what human beings need. Uh, my boy Charlie Munger believes this. He knows this. He's read enough history. I've read enough history too. I need incentive. Incentive is a real thing. And if people stopped feeling guilty about needing an incentive, they'd actually get more done in life. I'm totally fine with making a lot of money. Like, I think I've never understood how people can hate making a lot of money or feel guilty about it. Oh, yeah, I made more money than my dad. I make way more money than my dad ever could. Because I didn't want to live like him. He always hated cap. He always hated money. He thought capitalists were evil. And honestly, there, neither of those things are true. Hatred of money doesn't make anything better. Money's actually eliminated the barter system, which was a shitty system. Trust me, the barter system was a waste of time. Uh, monetary systems where you trade things of value or an agreed-upon currency, that just works, as long as it's backed by something valuable. But the dollar's not backed by anything. It's not even backed by gold anymore. So the dollar's worthless. So money used to be valuable when it was backed by a real asset, like gold. But once Nixon took us off the gold standard, we fucked. <clears throat> but yeah, this is why I tell everybody, don't save money. Saving money is a fool's errand. It's a bad idea. You save money. You're, it's like saving sex for your old age. It's stupid. There's no point. You know what I mean? Like... You don't say like, do you wait until you're old to have sex? No, it's like saving, saving money is the same thing. Use your money now, basically have sex now. Um, use your money now to multiply your money, right? So if you put your money to work by getting assets or getting something that increases in value over time, and as an inflation hedge, you're pretty much a-okay. The funny thing is people don't realize that rare things are valuable. Stocks are valuable because there's not a, I mean, there's still a lot out there, but 
only piece of a company is valuable because it, the company's doing something. It's producing something, right? A producible asset. This is why I'm a firm believer in buying great companies. Because why not? You know, they're all there. But, um, I think, and look, I'm pretty impressed at where we're going as a society. But the Fed must end. We must end the Fed. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. They're printing too much money. They're devaluing the currency. Government's involvement in our economy has got to stop. Look, let's rip the Band-Aid off. Let's let the market crash. Let's let the market crash. It's not going to be pretty. It's going to be an ugly situation. But the Fed has opened up Pandora's box. And we might be able to still close it. You know, believe it or not. Sometimes they say once you open something, it's hard to close it. But we can close it. It's just not going to be pretty. The Fed has been the problem this whole time. They've allowed this eleven bull. This they've allowed this eleven-year bull run to continue because they kept printing money. They kept buying these shitty stocks. They kept buying these shitty assets just to keep the market alive. That's the worst part about it. If you want to know the real truth, that is the worst part about all this. Yeah, I'm I'm stunned. If you guys want to know the truth, I'm stunned by the terrible decisions the Fed has made. Um, just sorry about that, you guys. I had to uh, reconnect a little bit. I lost the stream for just a second, but I'm back. Uh, for those who are listening on Anchor FM, I do I always do these as a live stream, and then I just strip the audio from every single show and just place it on Anchor. Um, point I'm trying to make is um, I'm deep in thought. I'm a little frustrated. This is a frustrating topic for me because it's easy for me to explain for the most part. But it's frustrating to talk about because it it hurts. It hurts to know the Fed, the government itself, has fucked us so f- fucking hard. They're using the printing press to just print more money and thinks it magically solves problems. It doesn't. We are going to witness one of the worst crashes we've ever seen. This bull market has to end. This bull market is unjustified and out of control. It's, 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 the Fed created a monster and the valuations are not even accurate one bit. Once the Fed, and I'm, I've been repeating this in every video because I want you guys to really take this in. Once the Fed raises those interest rates and makes it more expensive to borrow money, it is game over for the stock market. So we're going to see massive dips, massive drops. Just keep all that in mind because it's it's not going to be pretty. Like everything is overvalued. Stocks are overvalued. I mean, it's going to be a crash. I don't know what kind of crash to what proportion to what end, but brace yourselves. 
Brace yourselves. Smartest thing you could do. Stay smart in all this because we're not done with this. This is going to get ugly. It's going to get rough. It's going to get tough. And you guys need to really buckle down. All right. We're seeing the dot-com bubble all over again, baby. <laughs> if you guys don't see the correlation, I'm sorry. But interest rates during the dot-com bubble were really low. The Fed had really low interest rates during the dot-com bubble on purpose. They wanted it to be very cheap to borrow money because if everybody's borrowing money, including corporations, they're going to buy back their stocks. People are going to invest more and riskier assets and be really stupid. And what's going to happen? It's going to be a massive, massive sell-off because everybody invested all at once and pumped up things past their actual valuation too far to the point to where the price did not justify the growth of the company. That's what we're seeing right here, right now. So, now I want to thank you guys for taking the time to view this episode. Um, if you guys like the show, obviously hit the like button. If you dislike it, dis hit the dislike button. It's fine. Um, I want honest criticism. Tell me I suck. Tell me I rock. Tell me whatever you feel. The, the whole point of this show is to be a truth seeker, and I want to tell you guys the truth. I am a truth seeker. I've studied the literature. I've studied the history. I've studied all the concepts. And quantitative easing is basically just like the Weimar Republic when they devalue their currency by making too much of it. First you devalue your currency and end capitalism. Then comes socialism. Communism. Collectivist concepts that make people stupid. Sorry, when people are in groups, they're stupider. That's the truth. If you're in a group, it's like Agent K said, and I'll always quote this, a person is smart, people are dumb. That's it. When people, get into, when people are in groups, they're panicky, they're scared. They're terrible to each other. When, a, when an individual is left on their own, a person is smart, people are dumb. I'm not, I'm not promoting being a loner, by the way. I think you should still have social interaction in this life. But you should never rely on others to think for yourself. This is why I'm kind of opposed to therapists. I think that if you're not solving your own problems, therapists actually become more of a crutch and a liability more than an asset. So, <laughs> Anyway, therapy's stupid. That's all I gotta say. It may work for some people, but I think it keeps you poor and stupid and can't think for yourself. I, I Okay, I have a story as to why I also hate therapy. Not only have I had personal experiences that are really bad, um, my grandpa Fulmer, um, on my mom's side, uh, married a therapist. And she, like, convinced him to take drugs, really stupid drugs, that made him worse and worse. I see my brother becoming my Grandpa Fulmer, and that's a scary thought. That man pissed me off more than anything. You know, may he rest in peace, obviously. Um, but yeah. He was a shitty man. I, I don't like my grandpa Fulmer one bit. He was a terrible man, barely there for his family tree provided, but he's very abusive. Um, a total fucked up alcoholic. Like, I drink, but I would never let things get that bad. I don't intend on it. 
yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, it, 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 there are times it's just very tough to respect certain people, and my grandpa former was one of the people I did not respect at all. Um, also, the guy later in life married his therapist, for fuck's sakes. And, um, and not his therapist, I don't think it was his therapist, but he married a therapist. And it's like, I see my brother going down that path, too. Like, I love my brother, but I just... Uh, maybe I should stop being so judgmental of my own grandpa, you know. Just didn't like the way you treated my mom. But anyway, I'm going off on a tangent. That's why I like these podcasts and these videos. I get to talk about whatever I want. It's nice. But, but yeah, therapy's stupid in a nutshell. Just makes you stupid and it makes you makes you less dependent on yourself and thinking that you can't solve any of your own emotional problems without some help. Sometimes you just need to face yourself in the mirror and be like, I got a problem. I want to solve it. I think I can. And I will. That's it. That's, how I've, that's what I've done for every single problem I've ever had. I've looked at myself in the mirror and just solved my problem. That's, I mean, I talked myself into a solution. I focused, okay, so one of, one of the tricks I have, and I learned this from Tony Robbins, focus 95% of your energy on the solution and 5% on the problem. Acknowledge the problem, basically, is what he's saying. Know it's there, and then take all your energy and find a solution. That's it. Most problems do have a solution, by the way. They seem unsolvable at first, but we convince ourselves they're unsolvable. But we just got to buckle down and try to find a solution. Now, look, there are some things that are pretty unsolvable. Don't get me wrong. But you, you focus really hard. Find a solution, man. You'll, you'll be fine. That's with anything in life. But thank you guys for taking the time to view this episode. Um, do me a favor. If you like it, hit the like button. Hate it, hit the dislike button. But yeah, thank you for viewing this. I am not your typical millennial. Not going to lie. I'm just a free thinker and I want to see a better world and I want you to do better with your money and do make better life decisions. If you're in a shitty situation, try to make better decisions. Think for yourself and have very high, big thoughts, big, think big, have big goals, big targets and have no shame in any of it. And look, if your whole family thinks you're insane, if your friends think you're insane, you're doing something right. I hope my entire family thinks I've lost my marbles. Because I am out of my mind. I'm out of my middle class mind. I think like a rich guy now. I'm never looking back. I'm not going to the... I think that financial freedom is more important than comfort. Because there's actually a comfort to financial freedom. Think about it. Don't have to worry about the bills getting paid. You always know you got money. Good. Anyway, thank you guys for taking the time listening to this rant. I will do another episode here in just a few moments. Later.